Welcome to the second season of the Rise Resolute podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. Every struggle we go through, every difficult situation in life teaches us something powerful. As these athletes share their own individual stories, we gain wisdom that is universal to apply to our own lives. I'm super excited for this next interview. It is my pleasure to have Asha Marler here with us today. She is an elite long and triple jumper, and she is a mental and performance coach and also an Olympic hopeful. I'm super excited to hear about her journey, and so welcome, Asha. Yes, hello. Thank you for having me, Gina. Very excited to be here. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you're here. And before we get started and talk about your quote and your life and your journey, um, will you give the listeners a little background on you, Asha, where you came from and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yes, my name is Asha Marler, and I am originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico, born and raised. I spent a couple of years of my life in beautiful Southern California and now back in Albuquerque training. I attended the University of New Mexico. So I'm a former Lobo, uh, passionate UNM fan, and I ran track and field there. And I'm just really excited to keep pursuing an Olympic dream. I think that's the best way to say it. (laughs) Very cool. Um, so awesome. Well, I'm excited about hearing more about your journey and um, and some of the struggles that you faced and hopefully um, using that to inspire our listeners, and which I know it will. So before we get there, though, I am going to share the quote that we are going to weave through the episode, as is my uh, normal habit on the podcast. So um, Asha and I talked about it before we started recording, and we're going to share a quote that actually um, what she wrote herself, which is very cool. And I think it's really awesome. So the quote is this. I'd rather spend my life expecting something great than wishing for something good. Um, And I think that's so cool, Asha. So um, let's jump right in. And why don't you give us a little bit um, more information on some of the struggles that you have faced along your journey, um, and especially as you approach the Olympics and hoping that you'll qualify? Yeah, I I mean, I think any athlete, any human can – attest to having a challenge, having a struggle. And every good story is not only about the struggle, but of course, how you overcome it and how you continue to overcome it. Right. For me, uh, the first, I, I think, major challenge in my competitive life was early on in college. I had come out of high school um, being successful and having a lot of talent and um, I think just positive feedback from coaches at that youth level going into college that I was very grateful for in my sport. But certainly the first couple years of my college career were very, very difficult. And it was, I think, a combination of things. I was very stressed with school. I was pursuing at the time a pre-med degree and just in general I have a very perfectionist mindset and mm-hmm. for the better or the worse uh, in this case it was for the worse I I just put so much 
stress and burden on myself. Um, I really did not understand how to enjoy the process. I did not understand that not every day has to be a 10 out of 10. Um, I, you know, I just did not celebrate in anything good. It was just, I mean, truly, and and even now I, I struggle with that pursuit of what I call the 1%. It's like, you might do 99 things right, but you know, I'm glaring at the one thing wrong. And that, that wasn't healthy. Um, I think there's a place and a, and a way to, to use that, which I'm sure I can talk about later on. But anyways, I, I, my performance was really bad. Um, and it was kind of a situation where I felt like I was doing the right things and going to practice and studying hard and, and trying to understand my event better, but just the stress and the burden, I, um, I was, I just could not grasp my event and I saw a big drop in my performance to the point where it was brought up by some coaches, um, whether I, whether or not I should continue to, to jump. And that really shook me. Um, I, bet. I, yeah, I, yeah it, it just, it was just like the earth shattered at the time. And I really thought, Oh my gosh, I, I, this was not part of the plan. This was not part of my perfect plan of four years of college track and all these accomplishments that I wanted to achieve. And I spent that following summer going into my junior season of track, really taking the time to um, develop skills. I, I took my summer training even more serious and I worked technique and I just, I really had to dig deep because it was, it was just to the point where I I could feel the pressure of the, the decision, honestly. And it was like, am I going to continue doing the sport that I love or am I going to give up because things haven't gone the way that I had planned or I thought they should have gone at the time. Right. Um, so I was blessed to be surrounded by, coaches and family and friends that said, keep going, keep going, keep going. And sure enough, I, I had a huge breakthrough. My junior, senior year started PRing. Um, I was more fit. I had also learned more about nutrition and rest and recovery. I had also switched, um, over to business and later on ended up doing, um, a degree in marketing and then getting an MBA. So just, all these pieces started lining up and I think it really is important for anyone out there to understand how things truly do go in ebbs and flows. There are, there's always a starting point. There's always a high, there's always a middle, there's always a low and the trajectory is never perfectly linear or perfectly upward. And simple concept and I'm not certainly not the first one to talk about it but it is a very real thing to understand and after that breakthrough and success I got into uh, another definitely one of the big biggest challenges of my life Um, I had some I had the loss of a couple of family members including my father at a very young age um, which was a crazy experience. Uh, it happened 
the day that I was at nationals for track and field. No way. And oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you. It's a, uh, it it's a very, it was a very crazy situation. Um, I had had a really good season and had made nationals for triple jump in my last final season with the Lobos. And my dad had been sick, but I remember very distinctly before leaving uh, to go to nationals, knowing he was sick, knowing, knowing that he wasn't well, but also expecting him to be okay when I got back. Um, you know, telling him I loved him. And I think one of the most meaningful things in one of the most tragic things that happened in my life is right before I left for that national meet, my, my dad and I were talking about my Olympic goals and my Olympic dreams. And he, he said, well, what is your goal? And I said, well, dad, I said, I, I don't really think I'm in position for the 2016 Olympics, but I'm really hoping to make this 2020 team. Um, I am a dual citizen with Canada. And so my, because of my father being uh, born in, in uh, Vancouver. And I told him, you know, I really, I really want to be an Olympian and represent Canada. And his words were, well, you're already an Olympian. And it just touched my heart and brings me to tears yeah. even now as I retell it, just because uh he meant it. And he, I think he meant it because of the heart and the mentality and he, he witnessed the drive and, and that, you know, I took that moving forward and I went to nationals and my brother is, you know, one of the sweetest people alive and, and, uh, showed my dad the opening video of my first jump right before, uh, my dad passed away. Oh my and gosh. what a story. Asha. I finished, <laughs> yeah. it was just it was insane it was uh it was insane and uh yeah I think it's I crazy mean, I, too to think that he there are moments in your life when people just see right through to your heart and that that happened with your father you know right before he passed is what what a gift that is you know um that you had that conversation with him yeah it uh I mean certainly it's it's an incredible it's an incredible story and it comes from a real place and uh and not to say i mean my you know i loved my dad a lot and he supported me in the ways he could but i mean truly what it helped get through these challenges is being surrounded by the family the friends i have you know i have an incredible aunt and uncle who got me into sports very early on you know i have the cheerleader mom i have an you know brother and sister-in-law just um, just that amazing support, network. support. Yeah. And that's that so, support network. so important. You know, I want to go back to something you were talking about, um, a few minutes ago, yeah. and I think it's really, um, relevant and important and something that we haven't spent a lot of time discussing on the podcast yet. And that's that perfectionist mindset that you were talking about yeah. and how just sure. sort of, um, easing your grip on that a little bit can, can really change the way that you live your life. And sometimes we can let perfect getting, get in the way of progress because we are Absolutely. so, so, yeah, we're, we're so rigid with what we are expecting of ourselves that we don't actually allow ourselves to grow. Um, and so I think that's a really interesting and insightful piece of advice to give people who might be struggling, you know, with something similar or something completely different is to let go of your expectation a little bit 
let go of that perfection. And still, I, I, I love the line about per, the pursuit of the 1%, but I love it because I think I, that's a cool dream <laughs> to have out there, um, but but still realizing that it's okay to, to you know, be happy on the day that's not 10 out of 10. Um, but I, I, like, I like thinking about that, the pursuit of the 1% and, you know, how we get there eventually in our lives or when things align to that moment. But the whole journey um, is really an opportunity to, you know, be happy and be joyful and um, enjoy the process uh, like you talked about. So I love all those things and I think it was well said. Was there anything in particular, Asha, I know you mentioned a, many people in your support network. Do you remember anything specific that someone said to you besides your dad's words? And we already quoted that. So um, was there anything else that you can recall that was really impactful? I think in general that the people that I have been blessed and been surrounded by the the general theme is keep going, keep going, keep going. You're going to make it. It it wasn't elaborate. It wasn't um, so profound, but it's just a very down to the grit, honest statement that my family has really come through on. And they're like, you know, do not give up or, you know, I, I am, like I said, I realize I am blessed in that situation. And so for, for people that maybe don't have that in family or don't have that in friends to really search and find those connections and find those people that you can count on to be your realistic, but be on your side, be, be with you. I mean, I, I have a mentor to this day who's my high school track coach and he you know, he always, he would always say, and he still does to, I think anyone is, is stay the course and stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. And sure I enough, I, I think the big flaw is people just give up too soon. And you just cannot give up too soon. Mm-hmm. And I know key to that too, and I know something else that you really stand for is just maintaining that optimistic look, you know, outlook, um, no matter what life is throwing your way, but choosing, um, choosing optimism and choosing hope and in the future and what's to come. And that if the day isn't a 10 out of 10, if it's a two out of 10, um, that what's coming next, um, you know, might be better than what, what you're currently experiencing. So I think that optimism piece is great too. And I know that um, it's meaningful to you. Is that right, Absolutely. I, I really have fallen in love with the word hope. Um, it, I, I have to <laughs> thank my mom for that. My, my name Asha does mean hope. It's an Indian name and it, and it means hope. I, you didn't tell me that in the beginning. Probably. That's so cool. I didn't know that. Very cool. <laughs> you, you, yes. you kept it for a surprise, Asha. That's awesome. <laughs> I was born with it. And, uh, you know, I, I also ironically went to my, I went to a Christian high school named Hope Christian. And it's wow. just, it's been a theme that has just kind of followed me my whole life. And the word hope, uh, actually, you know, someone who I really admire is Joyce Meyer. And she's a speaker who talks about what, what that word actually means. And hope when you look it up and you look at the definition, I think it's so misused in, in just everyday conversation, like, Oh, well, I hope it works out. And, and that tone of, well, last ditch effort. I, you know, maybe by the 1% things go right. I hope it goes well. And, uh-huh. and hope is actually a very, um, hope is actually a very aggressive word. It's, it is optimistically expecting 
something good to happen and placing your faith and placing your expect your positive expectation into something. And so it, it's actually the total opposite of just a flippant, you know, last ditch, not thought out thing. It, it's intentional this. and it, yeah. it's, and it's uh, optimistic. It's yes. Very, yes. Yes. Very, so very powerful. Yeah. I, I, I just carry that word with me all the time because that is what has truly kept me going. I love that. And I think that's such a great piece of advice too, to hold on to, um, that hoping, you know, that things will turn out or that you'll be able to, you know, rally and achieve your goal or whatever it is that to remember to carry that hope with, with optimism in your heart, you know, and that it's not a last ditch effort. It's, it's choosing optimism for the future. Um, super cool. I love that. Um, very nice. So, um, Walk us through a little bit to what's on the horizon for you, Asha. I know that you're Olympic hopeful. Um, what's coming up for you down the road? Sure. So I have my indoor track season. I am pretty much starting this coming weekend, and I will compete for indoor track from January till end of February. And then I will start my outdoor season probably about mid March. And go all the way through the end of June. Uh, Olympic trials will be uh, the last weekend of June. And in that time, I am looking to hit the Olympic standard in the jumps as well as place top three at nationals. And that would secure my place. So that is my very uh, specific and authentic hope of what is to come. I love it. Yes. Well, we will be rooting for you and can't wait to see um, how it all turns out and uh, wish you all the best. Um, As we wrap up the conversation, Asha, are there any words of encouragement that you might offer other women out there who are either um, pursuing an athletic dream or just going through a struggle in their lives or looking for a new direction? Um, In what way would you encourage them? Yeah, I, Oh, it's so hard to narrow it down to a couple of things, but the first thing that comes to mind is similar to what I said earlier. You just cannot give up when things get hard, when things just seem impossible, there's almost always a breakthrough on the other side of that. And you just have to chip away at it and, and one foot in front of the other. And I promise that there's a new day when you wake up, there is a new day. And just if you see it through and there's something on your heart that you believe you're supposed to chase, you have to keep chasing it and you owe it to yourself. I think, I think we have a human faith responsibility to do that, to see those dreams out and not say no That's right. uh, prematurely. Absolutely. Very cool. Well, if our listeners would like to follow your journey and be inspired by you, as I have been, um, how can they do that? Yeah, um, I you, they can look me up by uh, my first name and last name, Asha Marler, on Instagram. And I also, just in lieu of all this, am um, very much a mentoring and uh, mental performance coach. Uh, it's something I love to do with athletes and, and all sorts of, I mean, really anyone who, who struggles and we all do. The truth is we all have right. mental challenges we have to overcome. And, uh, my website is armorcoaching.com. So I'm also available that way. Awesome. So go check out, um, Asha's coaching their listeners. And, um, thank you so much for coming on Asha. I really appreciate it.
Thank you for having me. Um, it's just, it's a joy to, to see a podcast like this. And uh, I'm excited to continue to listen to future guests as well out there. Great. Thank you so much. Um, and before we wrap up, I'm going to leave the listeners with a little piece of advice uh, from from this conversation I just had with Asha. And, and is, that is this, listeners. Um, listen to Asha, whose name means hope. Hope is being able to see that there is a light. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, despite all the darkness that you may feel at the present time. And I want you each to expect your own breakthrough um, because I know it's coming. So thanks again, Asha and listeners. Thank you for being here with us and connected. We can rise. We can rise.